You're listening to The New Normal with Lucas Rosenfield. So, President Ramaphosa uh, addressed the nation last night again. Uh, for the first time in just over two weeks. And <laughs> I wish there was more to say about it. But um, there really was very little of substance in there. Um, started late, as uh, is the norm these days. And yeah, he basically... Uh, didn't say that much at all. Um, what we're going to be seeing at the end of May, in all likelihood, is we're going to be seeing some areas and some provinces uh, shift uh, to level three. So they'll obviously have uh, looser lockdown restrictions than uh, areas uh, that have a high rate of infection, which will be areas like uh, the greater sort of Cape Town area, as well as parts of Durban and Gauteng. It'll basically be all the, all the big cities will still be under level four. But he also said that they're going to uh, loosen some of the level four restrictions. So, look, there's a lot that will be clarified, I'm sure, over the next uh, week or so as they, uh, you know, have more meetings and whatever and consult people. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it went on <laughs> for quite a long time. Um half an hour, 45 minutes that I don't think we'll be getting back. Um, and look, I mean, on the whole, it, it was a nice speech and there were quite a few words of encouragement, which I think I think is nice for a lot of people. Um, but again, very, very little substance there. Uh, no clarification of uh, any of the uh, specific uh, issues that have uh, raised a lot of questions as to the government, uh, the government's um, ability to deal with coronavirus, like with some of the lockdown restrictions, like cigarettes, right? Like alcohol. Um, more recently, it, it's the clothes. That's the that's the new drama. Um, the Minister of Trade and Industry, Ibrahim Patel, uh, published the restrictions and uh, for uh, shops for what they can sell in terms of clothing. And it's like so bizarre, some of the specifications that are made there in terms of how garments have to be promoted as being like worn under other garments. It's, it, re it really was a bit crazy. Um, so look, he didn't really speak about that. He did say that they're going to be looking at retail, looking at e-commerce, and there will be some adjustments there for sure. Um, but look, I, th I think under level three, you'll probably get your alcohol, you'll probably get your cigarettes, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see, I guess, which areas remain under level four, but in all likelihood, it will be the major metropolitan areas, um, which I'm sure no doubt there'll also be quite a lot of, uh, confusion, uh, as is the norm these days. Um, but look, I, I think he, it's good on the whole that he addressed the nation. Um, it should be happening more often. I think maybe, a a sort of press briefing where you have a journalist there, you can ask questions that would be of benefit like they have in uh, the U.S. And although the U.S. model doesn't work because Trump is crazy and, like, can't answer a difficult question, um, I, I really do think that it would be a overwhelming positive, not just for President Ramaphosa's uh, uh, political sort of uh, standing in terms of how citizens view him, uh, but it will also just help, like, calm a lot of people if, say it, uh, 6 p.m. each day, you can tune into the press conference. Press conference. There will be questions. Uh, the experts, like Professor Karim, can answer questions, as well as a couple of other government ministers. And look, that sort of norm and that sort of stability in terms of communication, I, I think, is very important. And you know, I've spoken about that like a thousand times here, but I, I really do believe that 
clear regular communication is a major part in maintaining uh, faith and trust in the government to deal with the crisis as well as just keep people calm and and you know they know what's going on so look i mean we president from is obviously more competent than trump and he basically said that uh, when he spoke about how like badly uh, the us and the uk was uh doing compared to us um but look i i really do think uh that regular communication is so so important and I don't, I don't think you can get enough of that to be honest um I know it's something that I would definitely watch every day if there was a press briefing. And although he did say that they will make communications clearer, um, like, again, no substance. Um, uh, yeah, he, he mentioned that they probably made some mistakes, and I think that's good. And look, it's important to remember that we are in completely uncharted territory and that no one actually really knows like what the best uh, response is in terms of formulating a lockdown plan and restrictions you know so look mistakes are being made uh they will get fixed along the way but we're in a difficult position especially because we acted early and there are very few countries that acted as early as we did so if we're trying to follow other countries models of lifting a lockdown it's it's very difficult for us because our infections are still uh much lower than these other countries are even though Look, we aren't testing as much as them. We 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 still don't have as many deaths um, as these other countries do. Uh, I believe the estimate now for UK deaths is as high as sixty thousand, which is much higher than the official count. But they weren't counting deaths like in care homes and stuff. So look, look, we're in a much better position than these other countries who are trying to lift their lockdown. So it's difficult for us to learn from any other country from other countries where we really are trying to set an example here. Um, and also, obviously, the United States and the UK are much more developed than we are. And, you, you know, there, there are a lot of attachments to that in terms of uh, the healthcare system and the economy and how schools can operate. Like, they can go online pretty easily, whereas it's very difficult for us. Um, you know, so, so there's a lot that uh, different countries uh have that re that really makes it hard for us to try follow perfectly what they're doing but look it's important that that we too try learn from other countries mistakes and it seems like we are trying to do that but yeah on the whole it, it was a waste of time um yeah uh hey, there was no substance in it and although i'm sure we will get substance it's pretty annoying i guess when you watch something and there's literally like no information other than a few positive words and you know, just a reminder, keep washing your hands. I, d I did like the uh, FDR quote. I think that's pretty cool because he was a, a monumental president for America and I guess uh, for the world to a large extent. He was re-elected four times. Like, that is unheard of. Um, and he was a wartime president, led America out of the Great Depression. Oh, well, let, to, be re to be fair, though, I think a lot of the getting out of the Great Depression was just by going to war, a massive industrial boost. Um, but look, like he is obviously one of the most consequent, consequential presidents in uh, modern history. So, uh, you know, it, it's nice to see that uh, he's being quoted, I guess. And look, we're going to need that kind of monumental response to the pandemic because Roosevelt wasn't really facing a health crisis. He was just facing an economic crisis and a political crisis. Um so look, we're going to need like a monumental war effort basically to get us out of this situation because 
you know, once the health uh, crisis is averted, uh, uh, not really averted, but, um, you know, once we've, once we're past it, once we've got a vaccine, the economic consequences are going to live with us for many years to come. And we're, we're heading into a Great Depression. I mean, that much is basically abundantly clear and agreed on now by most uh, analysts and uh, reporters. You know, it's clear we're going into extremely difficult economic times and it's going to need a massive government response. And, you know, 350 bucks a month isn't just isn't going to be enough to cut it <laughs> if businesses are going to recover because... Although we have citizens in our country who live on 350 rand a month, I think around 10% of our population, that's what they survive on. Um, you know, it's ultimately not going to be enough uh, to keep businesses going if, you know, that number increases to, say, 20%. And in a country like us, where we have basically like 30% unemployment now, much higher amongst the youth, if you look at the not an employment educational or training index, and, you know, that's sky high. It, you know, that number's only going to increase now, and that's terrifying. I mean, the prospects for young people to get a job, is it's really difficult. And it's not going to get easier until, you know, the government really puts this uh, response into action and implements a massive sort of relief plan and a massive uh, economic plan for the next sort of 10 years or whatever, because it's going to be a long time before we can ever really recover from this. So look, um, yeah, I, I hope we get more press briefings, even if it's not him, if it's ministers, the experts, the epidemiologists, fantastic. But really, like, <laughs> if you're going to speak to us, I would like a bit more substance than that because, you know, it just went on and on and on. It was about like 15 minutes before we even got to the different areas moving to level three. And <laughs> yeah, uh, look, it was nice to hear his, his voice again, <laughs> um, looking a bit tired uh, old Cyril, but um, look, I guess we'll have to wait and see as is the case for <laughs> this whole sort of coronavirus pandemic. Wait and see uh, what the clarifications are over the next few days and weeks, and I'll make sure to cover them uh, here as well uh, as we see some of these restrictions change and, and see how the government responds to the growing public pressure on them now to lift the lockdown. It, it really is growing and, you know, it it's, I don't think it, you can just dismiss it as sort of like white upper middle class people right now. Uh, people are struggling out there. People need money. And it's not right to ask people to go back to work to risk their lives. But, you know, until our government can put together like a suitable uh, package for people to survive, uh, which, which, to be honest, I don't think we are capable of, um, people need to make sure that they can eat. And they're going to have to take matters into their own hands ultimately to make sure that that happens, whether that means going to work or whether that means, you know, having to steal. Uh, it, it's very it's a very precarious situation that we are in right now. But look, uh, we're learning as we, as we progress. And uh, we just got to hope that we can uh, fix our mistakes that we make and learn from other countries as well. But yeah, uh, I, I really do hope we see these press briefings more often. Um, you know, it, it really would be nice to see that regular communication. Also, can we just release the test results at the same time each day? Is that too much to ask? Um, you know, like yesterday or two days ago, they released them at like uh, 11.30 a.m. And normally they release them at like 8 p.m. So <laughs> that was only covering like 12 hours. Uh, yeah, um, up the testing, uh, up the communications. And look, I think that's the best we can hope for right now. And... 
we'll take it as it comes. <laughs> There's nothing else really I can say on the matter. But yeah, keep an eye on it. Developing story. And it will be developing for months and years to come.